This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Did you realize that prize fighting in Canada is illegal? Section 83 of the Criminal Code, it's right there. If you engage in a prize fight, you've broken the law. If you encourage or promote a prize fight, you're breaking the law. If you're a referee, if you're a judge, if you're a cut man in the corner uh, in a prize fight, you're breaking the law. Now, there are some exceptions in the law. And here's the problem. Because we just have to keep adding to the list, I guess. Or it's an ever-changing list. Anyway, a prize fight is defined as an encounter or fight with fists, hands, or feet between two persons who have met for that purpose by previous arrangement, made for or by them. And then it goes on to say what it does not include. Like, for example, boxing or mixed martial arts. The law is very specific about that. And it also is very specific about a sport that is on the program of the International Olympic Committee or the International Paralympic Committee. So we're kind of deferring to the IOC in a weird way to determine what's legal and what's not. Anyway, this brings us to what happened in Montreal over the weekend. The Canadian Championship of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was supposed to have been held over the weekend. But after Montreal police warned that they would show up and start making arrests, the event was canceled. The Montreal police, or the SPVM, said that, look, here's how the law defines a prize fight. Here's how the law defines a combat sport. Here's what you guys are doing. Don't do it. And what's interesting here, and I didn't realize this, there's a big difference between Japanese jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But should any of this matter? Why, why would this be illegal in the first place? Well, joining us to try and sort all this out, pleased to welcome to the program uh, Eric McGracken. He's uh, an injury lawyer based in Victoria, B.C. with McIsaac and Company and also runs the website CombatSportsLaw.com. Eric, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, my pleasure, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Now, we had to deal with this a few years ago with MMA, didn't we? Yeah, and actually, just in your introduction, one thing you mentioned, which is incorrect, you mentioned that boxing and mixed martial arts are not prize fights. That's not true. When it comes to professional boxing or mixed martial arts, the default is those sports are illegal as well under Section 83. But what Section 83 does is it says provinces can legalize pro-boxing and pro-MMA if they want to, but right, as a but default Andy, yeah. position, you know, the provinces that haven't exercised those rights, those sports do remain illegal in those provinces. Oh, okay. So it's not blanket approval of those, but it's but they're, they're very specifically mentioned. The, yeah, right? they are, and, and that's the distinction between amateur and professional. So on the professional side, Section 83 basically says only pro-boxing and MMA, those are the only professional combative sports which can be legalized by provinces. And then for the amateur side, it lists a whole host of exceptions. You mentioned the Olympic exception, and then it also gives the provinces powers to designate whatever other amateur combative sports they want to be legal. Some provinces have used those powers, some have not, and that's what gave rise to this problem in Quebec right now. Well, the weird thing is, because it was uh, a, a bill a few years ago, I think back in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, that, that explicitly added MMA to, to the criminal code in, in that definition. And, and I know mixed martial arts does include jujitsu. So why would jujitsu on its own be legally problematic? Yeah, it, well, it's only problematic because the province of Quebec has failed 
to use their powers under Section 83 of the Criminal Code. And actually, your, your recollection is right. Back in, I think it was 2013, that Bill S-209 passed. That's the law that overhauled Section 83. And that was done specifically to allow MMA to become legal across Canada. Before that, lots of provinces allowed it and just turned a blind eye to the language of the criminal code. But when Section 83 was overhauled, it was really overhauled in, in, in a fairly poorly written way with some legal gaps. And so, you know, one of the questions, and this has never been decided by a judge, so there is no firm answer. One of the questions is whether the police in Montreal are right. They're saying it applies to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's a very good argument that it doesn't because if it applies to a grappling-based contest, which is what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, for your, for your listeners not familiar with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it's, it's basically ground fighting without striking, so it's submission wrestling. So we're not talking about punches or kicks or anything like that. If, if that's a prize fight, if two men or women getting together and having a wrestling match with submissions is a prize fight, arguably a one-on-one football game would be a prize fight where you and I say, hey, let's meet at the field. It's only you and me, so I'm going to try to run with the ball. You try to tackle me. That would be an encounter with hands, and that would be a prize fight if jiu-jitsu is. And so I think, I think there's a good argument that the police in Montreal are overreacting and giving an improperly broad interpretation to Section 83 because it would lead to absurd results. The other thing worth pointing out, if you actually track the history of Section 83, the senator that wrote the law was a man named Bob Runkeman. And when the law was being debated as to, you know, you know, its potential parameters, he was asked specifically whether it's going to make Brazilian jiu-jitsu illegal. And if you just give me one second, I've got his response. He wrote... Quote, I think his fears can be allayed and that he will be safe under the change in this legislation, end quote. And that was in response to another senator asking about a constituent who hosts Brazilian jiu-jitsu contests. So you've got the man that Mm. wrote the law flat out saying it's not intended to apply to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So hopefully the Montreal police could be persuaded to back up a little bit and, and revisit their legal position. But no judge you know, has interpreted it right now. So if they stand firm and they end up charging somebody, a judge is going to tell everybody who's right and who's wrong. And you know, I can't fault promoters and participants for not wanting to be the test case on that issue. Well, no, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I guess they could have gone ahead with their event and almost dared the police to come and, and sorted it all in, in court. But that's, that's a lot to ask of somebody. Yeah, playing chicken with the police is never a good a good idea. No, it's not. Now, it, it, and I'm sure UFC fans would, would probably point this out, there, there has been a UFC, at least one that I'm aware of, a UFC event in Montreal before. Yeah, so, so Montreal has exercised their powers even before Section 83 was overhauled, and they've created an athletic commission, which oversees professional combative sports. And actually, we could have a standalone segment on this. Mixed martial arts professional is not legal under that law in Montreal or or, or in Quebec, but they actually turn a blind eye to their own regulations to let the UFC host an event under the UFC's preferred rule set. In, In Quebec, they have a sport called mixed boxing that they've made legal. So it's basically wrestling on the ground and striking when you're standing. And they ignore those regulations when the UFC or other MMA promoters host shows. So Montreal is one province that is in terrible need for legal reform when it comes to 
really spelling out what's legal and what's not, and then coming up with a rule set where they actually enforce their own rules consistently. Right now, it's a bit of a mess over there. There's other provinces which are equally problematic across Canada right now. But, you know, the public perception is just that, hey, I see this stuff on TV, I see it in Toronto or, or you know, you know, Calgary or um Montreal, it must be legal, but it's not. When you when you drill down, there's a lot of blind eyes being turned by a lot of people to let these sports take place. Now, what else is surprising? When I when I hear the term prize fighting, the the word prize implies some kind of payoff. So I always think of a prize fight as people fighting for money. But the law doesn't distinguish whether or not participants are being paid, right? Yeah, that's right. The title is misleading, and, and you know, the boring legal lesson is titles really don't mean much of anything. You have to look <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the substance of the law. So, so, so you're right. Section 83 applies equally to amateur and professional contests. So is the, the answer to fix Section 83, or is the answer to, to put pressure on the provinces to, to sanction these sports and not present this problem in the first place? Well, I think it's both. And so in terms of fixing Section 83, I think the language needs to be cleaned up. But I'll give you the one example that's come up, which is problematic. Professional kickboxing. And so everything that's legal in kickboxing is legal in mixed martial arts, which you can have in Canada. Kickboxing isn't one of the pro sports mentioned. So Canada's produced a surprising number of world champion professional kickboxers and none of them are allowed to compete in their sport in Canada because of this poor wording where, where the feds told the provinces you could make pro boxing and MMA legal, but nothing else. And here's another one, by the way, where the senator that wrote the law said, give me a break. It's supposed to include all of the component martial arts of mixed martial arts, but some provinces interpret it differently. So that's something that needs to be addressed. I think, you know, when you say an encounter with fists, hands, or feet. It's not really clear what the feds are referring to there as well. So I think that language could be cleaned up. And then on the provincial side, whether or not Section 83 has further changes, every single province needs to spell out what's legal and what's not under Section 83. So the public, promoters, athletes, everybody else knows whether they're running afoul of the law or not. British Columbia, um, my home jurisdiction, was, was one of the first provinces to use those powers, and they've done a great job setting out what pro sports are legal, how they're regulated, setting out which amateur sports are exempt from Section 83. So if you want to have a kid's karate contest, that's legal. You don't need any red tape there. And then it sets out some other amateur combat sports that need to be regulated by the government, like Muay Thai or kickboxing. So, so it allows those, but there's some more layers of red tape there. Other provinces have just completely... Uh, fail to respond, and then they let these events take place. So, so take, take Quebec, for example. These sports have been going on for years, mm-hmm. even though the criminal code was overhauled back in 2013. But for some reason now, they're paying attention to it. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes that's triggering all of this, but there's been no recent legal change that should have forced Montreal to take action. They're one of the provinces, Quebec is, that's ignored this for many years. And so Quebec, Ontario, the other provinces that haven't used their powers, they owe it to the public to say what's legal, what's not, and how these sports can be regulated instead of having these, um, you know, you know, this sort of altering legal landscape at, at the whim of the local police. So explain this there, or clarify this point for me. So if a province couldn't sanction a sport that's illegal under the criminal code, is that right? So, I mean, like when it comes to UFC, it's still up to each province to to sanction or to have a body that sanctions that sport. But if it's the other way around, if it's a sport like kickboxing, a province couldn't 
create uh, a body to oversee kickboxing? Some provinces interpret Section 83 as saying even if they want to, they could not allow professional kickboxing. Not all provinces are in agreement with that. Uh, I could tell you British Columbia is one of those provinces. They say even if we wanted to, we couldn't allow pro-kickboxing. Some other provinces differ with that interpretation, and that's, you know, that's an issue that I think the feds could fix by by clarifying that by allowing mixed martial arts, they also would allow provinces to legalize all of its component martial arts on a professional basis. Right. I mean, you could even argue that, that arm wrestling would fall under this definition. Right? Yeah. It seems very broad. It's very broad. It's very broad. And again, I think, I think there's a very good argument that the Montreal police are really um, over-interpreting the section. All right. Well, we'll see what comes to this. Uh, some great insight here. Eric Moore at uh, CombatSportsLaw.com. But uh, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate Rob, it. Rob, my pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. All right. There you go. That's uh, attorney Eric McGracken. He's uh, based out of Victoria, and he writes about these issues. Again, CombatSportsLaw.com. So isn't that interesting that this section even exists in the criminal code, that it's worded in such a weird way the provinces can't even agree on what it is they're allowed to sanction? But that's even when it comes to boxing. Boxing is not technically legal everywhere. The criminal code lays out that it can be legal if the province has sanctioned it. If the province hasn't, then you revert back to the criminal code where it says boxing would otherwise be illegal. So prize fighting is illegal. It means anyone who's engaged in it, encouraging it, promoting it, participating in some way. You guys are all breaking the law. What do we mean by prize fight? Well, a prize fight is an encounter or fight with fists, hands, or feet. And then you get into these uh, weird exemptions. So, sports that are on the program of the IOC, or International Paralympic Committee, and that's going to be a moving target. In this case, I guess that's one of the problems that jiu-jitsu has, has run into. So, fascinating topic. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Your thoughts here, 403-974-8255. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.